I'd like to welcome you guys to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Knight. Here we will discuss competition hunts, pleasure hunts, and anything else dealing with the hunting dog. It is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs. Without further ado, let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country. Today's word comes from Matthew 11 and 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Matthew 11 and 29. On today's episode of the Hunting Dog Public Podcast, I'm your host, Chris Knight. We have none other than Mr. Zach Everhart from North Carolina. Zach is a member of OBX Kennels. He is one of the hardest hunting jokers that I know. In this episode, he will discuss his relationship with Mr. Marty Munns, how he got started. He talks about his wife and kids and life, family, the love he has for these dogs. We hope you guys enjoy this interview as much as it was a pleasure to do. We hope you guys continue to like and share. Without you guys, like I said in the past, we are nothing. You guys are what keeps us going. Send us some messages and know who you'd like to hear from next. We have a big lineup coming up. We're trying to touch on on everybody. It's just, it's a process. So with that being said, we, we are a, a two-man show. Y'all bear with us. We're trying to bring y'all the best content we can. Hopefully, one of these days, you, we can look back on this and you know, maybe it's helped. I don't know. We, we like to think we. Anyway, y'all stay tuned. Hello. What's going on, Big Daddy? Nah, not much. How are you? I'm going to make it, brother. You about ready to get this thing kicked off? Yeah, anytime you are, man. I'm ready right now. Yeah, shoot. Go for it. Tell us a little about yourself and how you got your start in these squirrel dogs. Uh, I started, well, basically when I started, I started coon hunting with some uh, local friends of mine around here. Um, done that for three, four, five years. Uh, competition hunted a couple. Uh, local events, nothing big. Uh, we did go to the uh, PKC World Hunt one year. That was probably the biggest hunt I'd been to at that time. And uh, started squirrel hunting, I'm going to say around 2014, basically pleasure hunting like everybody else. You know, I just, uh, when I started, I didn't know nothing about a competition hunt. I'd, I'd done it to kill me and some friends of mine, my cousin. Um, and we done that for two years flat. After that, we kind of, you know, after two years of just pleasure hunting, we, uh, had heard about squirrel hunts, you know. I'd heard about a couple guys around here talk about them and all, and uh, I got to looking into it, and the first thing I found was a NSD squirrel hunt. Uh, it was in 2016. They had it in uh, Union, South Carolina, and um, at that time, it was a three-day event. It was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It'd be four rounds, and um, saved up. Uh, at that time, had a pretty good dog, um, you know, she was just basically a pleasure dog. Uh, me and a guy had partnered on her, and uh, I'd started her here at my house. And uh, in two years' time, we probably killed cl- close to 800 squirrels to the little jip. I mean, she was just nice. But in those two years, she was the only dog that I had. Um, didn't have no other dogs. My buddies didn't have no other dogs. It was just basically her. And um, I'd seen her do some amazing work, and I was like, man, you know, she surely she could do good in them hunts you know so like i said went down to south carolina and that was my very first hunt what was her um, what was her name she uh she was called goldie she was uh off of uh donnie clark's line of dogs um she was off the twin pines jam two dog 
Um, and like I said, to this day, she's still in my top, I'd say, five of squirrel dogs that I've ever had. Really? Um, just, yeah, just super, super nice. But um, going into the hunt, you know, I've learned a lot, you know, just that first cast, especially about what, how things happened and, you know, how they applied the rules and, and the, the things that my dog liked, you know, because when I, when I went to this thing, I, you know, I knew what I was turning loose and there was no doubt in my mind, I was just going to walk through it and win it. <laughs> um, and, and, and lo and behold, I found out, uh, you know, totally different. Um, and, and I remember to, to, you know, sitting there waiting to be drew out. I didn't know none of these guys. And, you know, for NSD, the clash for cash, that was, that was a big hunt. You know, they'd get 40, 50, 60 dogs. Right. Who'd you draw the first cat, your very first cast? You remember? I do, uh, and it's funny how life works. Uh, my very first cast I hunted in, I drew a guy out of South Carolina named Justin Lee. He he handled dogs for people, and um, he was hunting a female called Good Golly Miss Molly, and um, she had won. At that time, I didn't know nothing about her, but later on, I, I knew that uh, she had went on to win multiple world titles. Matter of fact, you know, Marty, the guy that owns these dogs that I hunt now, he had owned her at one time. You knew she and, was something. Uh, I, I knew she was something, and um, the other one that I drew, um, I drew Tony Walters and uh, Jammin' Skeeter. She was 16 months old. Holy moly. And, uh, yep, and uh, like I said, I, 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 I knew absolutely nothing about either of the dogs, either of the guys. Um, I, I basically knew the bare minimum about the rules, you know. I was kind of just learning as I went, and um, ended up Skeeter won the cast. You know, my dog got... I don't remember every move that was made, but, you know, my dog made a tree, I want to say, within Skeeter's circle or just outside, and I either got, you know, 50 or a 125-plus, however it went. But I know Skeeter, she treated three squirrels and uh, looked phenomenal doing it. And um, matter of fact, I think she went on to win that, that day's hunt, and then she went on to win the overall Clash for Cash champion that year, too. So, um you know, and, and I was lucky because hunting with, you know, at that time, like I said, I didn't know none of those guys, none of those dogs, but within 30 minutes, I knew that they were, they were the real deal. You know, Skeeter, she was off, off to herself doing what she done now, you know, just off to herself treating squirrels. And, and it was a learning lesson for me. You know, when I came home, I went back to the drawing board and, uh, I said, you know, if I'm going to compete, I'm going to have to have something else. You know, I'm, the little dog I had, she was just a little choir acting, you know. I hadn't hunted her around dogs, and uh, I think it blew her mind that day um, with those dogs treeing like they were. And uh, like I said, I came back home and went to work and uh, started on something else. Super loud and super hard tree dogs you drew on your first on your first cat. It's funny that you that you got, you got to see Skeeter go at such an early age, and then y'all ended up getting her. Well, it's kind of um, Molly. You know, a lot of the guys that'll hear this, they they've heard a good dolly, Miss Molly. She's action packed. I mean, she she's getting hooked and getting hooked quick. And um, you know, I, I seen that. You know, I had an honest squirrel dog. You know, I knew that at that time. You know, you got skeeter tree and squirrels and good golly, Miss Molly making wood. And, you know, I think we did beat a squirrel or two out of her trees. You know, she just. Just two totally different style dogs, but yet just two top-end caliber dogs, you know. The and, kind um, that you go need to, if you go go play in them hunts, you need something. You knew you needed something other than something that you want to go and shoot squirrels to and uh, 
compete. That's two different things. That's a pleasure dog and a squirrel dog. You'll never tell me that are, they are not two different dogs. I'll just, I don't know. I always say that they are two different types of dogs and one's harder going and one's, I treat them, you know, want to go and as far as it needs to go. And then the other one, you know, in my opinion, they stay local and then mess around. Yep, I agree 100%, you know, and in these hunts, you know, you've got to have a squirrel dog first and foremost, but you also got to have something that'll gamble. And, um, you know, being quick, being quick to me is, is, is something that you've got to have too. You know, a dog can't really do it on his own time to where pleasure hunting. You know, if you want to kill a squirrel and sit down with your buddies on a log and talk a minute, turn the dog back loose, you know, you don't get that kind of luxury in a hunt. You know, you're, you've got 90 minutes to do whatever you're going to do. So like I said, you better be doing it and doing it quick. And, um, like I said, it was it was just a learning process for me for that first hunt. You know, I, I I knew what I needed, you know, to to be able to compete. You know, I didn't know that I'd be successful at it, but I knew what I would need to be able to compete. And um, you know, I, I like I said, I never went back to another hunt until I had a dog that I felt like was ready for that. Did you, you know? did you? Uh, so you said you were from you're from South Carolina, didn't you? No. No, sir. I'm from North Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. Yes, I got sir. you. Your yes, first sir. hunt was I got you. I understand. What uh? So when you went back to your second go around, what uh? Was you packing a different dog? You said I was different dog, different style, different breed, different everything. You know, I just I basically went from from um from basically driving a Cadillac to driving a Ferrari. You know, I just that, that was how I felt like the difference That's, in the dogs were. I understand that, man. I was in that same boat. You know, I felt like I was. You know, when you pull up your first hunt you pull up and you're like oh yeah you know i feel like i could compete compete with this squirrel dog you know something i'm going and shooting 10 and 12 squirrels to and then you get all bull aside you get it handed to you and then you 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 go back to the drawing board and you pull up with something that you know that you've hunted with and competed against some you know some dogs around house and you go to a a hunt and you're like "Mm mm-hmm i'm ready now yeah and like i said at that time you know i wasn't you know i own these dogs um trained both of them started both of them finished both of them uh um it wasn't much of a handler deal back then you know it was um what i had is what i had to work with you know and and i didn't have the money just to go out and buy what i needed you know i had enough money to buy you know a started dog along those lines and and basically you know had to fine tune it from there but right um ended ended up getting a walker female um and i ended up having a lot of success with her on a local level what was her name uh, did you, did you haul her much or just stayed local i did um we called her county line sue um a lot of the guys would know her um she had kind oh, of oh yes sir i had that uh i had that gold you bred her to gold tooth i had a puppy out of her and him sure I, did. Did. I called him gas yep and um like i said she was um just a started dog when i got her Basically, all I knew about her when I got her was she was getting treated the daytime. And um, I went from there and um, ended up hunting her. My first hunt with her, um, I, it's funny. I, I basically remember all these hunts. I'm just wrapped up in this junk sometimes. Uh, um, I remember taking her her first hunt up in Ohio. I, I ended up, I thought she was good enough. I just went on and bought a $100 entry up in Ohio. Come on. Um you know, I was like, well, I, me and a couple of buddies of mine, they, they, we all packed up there and kind of went together and hunted. And uh, again, that very first cast of that very first USDC hunt with my new dog, you know, I drew uh, uh, Luke Terrell. He was hunting a uh, 
little curve female they call uh, Amazing Grace, I believe, and uh, Drew Michael Perkins and Big Creek Woody. Come on. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was my first experience with Woody, and um, uh, like I said, I, I remember that cast down to down to the last tree. Um, um, Woody, he he, Woody's, you know, we all talk about Woody, but you know, can't take nothing away from him. He he's probably the best I've ever been with. Um, as far as competition dog and uh, a winner, you know, he, he's he's there to win and he's the dog to beat. And um, um, like I said, at that time, I didn't know, didn't know Michael Perkins, didn't know Woody, you know, and uh, just went hunting. And uh, that was to this day, I've hunted with Woody, I, I don't know how many times, uh, but to this day, that's the only minus I ever seen him take. And uh, he took 125 minus out of the truck and that's the only way I beat him. Would he just and, call uh, him right off the bat or? Well, we cut them uh, in a field, basically on the edge of a field, and they hit the woods. And uh, basically all three of them come to the first tree, and uh, they all stood up on it, smelling on it. And Woody, he treated about three times, and my female, she went on. And the curve female, she went on, and Woody, uh, Woody treated her for about 30 or 40 seconds, and then he left. And uh, like I said, that's that was back, I don't know, that was in 2016, so that was several years ago. Uh, but to this day, that's that's the only minus I've ever seen the dog carry. And uh, like I said, had he not carried that minus in that hunt that day, I wouldn't have won. But uh, like I said, I won that cast and went on my second cast to hunt against Cruz and John Perkins. And uh, Cruz ended up beating us and sent us back to North Carolina. But we finished fourth, you know. And, and at that time, a fourth place was like a, fir- a first place to me. You know, Man. I was I was tickled. I was tickled today. Shoot, yeah. I know that's right. Hello. You got me. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Sorry about all that. Right, all right. But yeah, like I said, uh, went up there and hunted that and got fourth and uh, just went from there and um, kept hunting her, you know, local events around North and South Carolina and uh, um, ended up doing real good with her and ended up finishing her to a squirrel champion. And uh, um, after that, just kind of basically raised pups off of her, you know, um, bred her to a, a, a Hummer male and uh, Goldtooth. Uh, raised a couple pups and uh like i said just kind of uh just kind of put it on cruise control from there you know just just kind of stayed in the hunt every once in a while you know when i was around local and and still at that time i was still pleasure hunting quite a bit so i was you know one weekend i'd be killing one weekend i'd be in a hunt so you know at that time it wasn't really rush 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 what uh what did you so after sue did you uh is that when you went to hunting dogs for the public or did you kind of get you something else to push when you was raising pups well it's kind of funny how that come about too um i'd had sue and um at that time she was bred i'd bred her to the hummer dog and um marty marty munns had put a post on facebook looking for him and um i drew marty at a couple of these local hunts that was that was really back before marty had handlers you know he, he basically hunted his own dogs he was hunting uh um, little world champion female he called chaos right and um uh i'd hunted with him a couple times and he just happened to put a post on facebook you know and i i you know i'd sit around and say well i you know i don't really want to commit you know wasn't really sure about it you know I, I didn't know what it would entail you know hunting for a guy and uh ended up calling him and we talked and uh we hit it off you know me and marty we hit it off in the first conversation and um, I ended up getting gold tooth from him. Uh, it was December the 23rd of uh, 2018. I got gold tooth. Um, he had he had bought gold tooth from Isaac Piggy House, 
That's and right. um, Isaac was still Isaac was still hunting him at that time. And um, I want to say that was when um, Outer Banks Outlaw came into the picture. Um, Isaac was hunting chaos and gold tooth for Marty at that time, and he had seen and heard about Outlaw, and uh, Marty ended up buying an Outlaw, and uh, he told Isaac that you know he would have to find another handler for one of the dogs, and um, when I called, he he had mentioned gold tooth. And um, he asked me if I'd be interested in getting him. So, like I said, December the 23rd, I met him and got him. And uh, he's been here at my house ever since. Yeah, he's, uh, we're going to talk about him in a little bit. But uh, he has definitely, he has definitely uh, been good to you. He's he's more of a pet to you and your folks and your family than, than anything. Yeah, he uh, he's pretty much a, a, a house dog, family dog now. You know, he he basically lives the life of luxury. You know, he he ain't forced to go. He he wake up when he wants to wake up, go to bed when he wants to go to bed, and, and basically got the day to do what he wants to do. You know, so <laughs> that's funny, man. These dogs, <laughs> they uh, that's right. These dogs, they are. You know, people think that we sit and you know we just hunt these dogs to death. You know, but these dogs really, really want it. They love it. Yeah, well, and that's that's the thing with me. I, I like I said, I take this to the extreme sometimes, and 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 my hunting is a representation of that. You know, I I, I pound them hard, and um, that that's one thing. A dog, if it comes here, it's got to be able to take it because you know I love to hunt. It it's not just chasing a dollar or chasing a win for me. I, I love to hunt, um, and and like I said, sometimes I got to kind of you know slack up some especially when i got one dog here you know but uh i like i said i love to hunt and and again i love to win you know i, I ain't gonna sit here and say you know it's about the the fun and this and that you know i, I love to win and when i go to a hunt i i aim to win you know yeah there ain't no sense in in hunting every day two or three times a day cutting your dog and 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 going and just playing for a second i mean that's that's the whole goal is let's hey let's go win this thing yeah, and a lot of times, you know, I tell people all the time, jokingly, but it's being serious. I, I, I very seldom pleasure hunt anymore, you know. It, it's not much of a pleasure for me. You know, I'm always looking to better a dog. I'm looking to, to find faults in dogs. You know, I'll pick a dog to death, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm more quick to tell you about a dog's flaws than its weak point or its strong point. Um, you know, I, I just, I, you know, Marty he expects greatness and and you know these dogs represent what we do and and like i said you 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 really can't just expect them to be half-hearted when they go you know they got to be committed just as much as as anybody or anything you know it's the dogs the engine of the train you know it it does all the work it pulls all the weight you know and and they've got to be able to go and withstand it and uh, like i said when you get out on the road going every weekend you'll be able to tell really quick how how good a shape your dog's in you know it's tough on them dude. a lot of people don't understand how how tough that road is on them man i i i do i found out firsthand uh and i've I, you probably heard this story but i went to the umca world this past week up uh, and this past year and i will be honest 100 percent honest i hunted my dog twice in two weeks before, because here's my thing. I was like, hey, you know, I compete in other hunts, these open, you know, registries. I got cocky. I'll say it. I got cocky. Yeah. Didn't hunt my dog. Got up there and made it all the way to the finals and was finished third in the world for the UMCA because my dog gassed on me 
in the last round. He, he everybody knows my tank dog is, you know, he'll tree squirrels, but he's go get tree. You know, he's the one that, I mean, we had, it was Hayes in Arkansas we was in, it was this ice storm there for like, you know, it stayed under below freezing for seven days. So, I mean, there was oh, no, yeah, I remember <laughs> there was no, nothing but ice. And I mean, nobody was treeing squirrels. I think we treed, well, we did tree, you know, nine or 10 squirrels that first round anyway. But, uh, yeah, got in there, man, and everybody was like, you got this, you got this. I won't lie. Like, yep, sure do. And, uh, man, that dude, he's not the dog that's going to stay around. I mean, I'd look down on my Garmin, and he'd be 130, 200. Yeah. You know, and I was like, you his butt out, didn't hunt him, and it cost me. I feel like if I would have hunted that dog, you know, like I hunted prior to it, man, I thought that, I, you know, that was my world hunt to, to lose. But anyway, we ain't talking about me. We talking about you. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, hey, ain't no problem. I love to hear about dog work, no matter if it's my dog or your dog, you know. But uh, going back to that, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm a firm believer in, you know, to me, um, them being physically able and, and physically ready is, you know, a big part of, of the competition side of it, you know. And, and you've got to have them in shape. And the only way I know how to get them in shape is to hunt them, you know. It's, um, I was – the guys I grew up hunting with, that was, that was one thing, you know, we – if the dogs was looking bad, they'd always blame it on, well, somebody wasn't hunting this week, you know. You could you could always bet that it was going to be because somebody wasn't hunting, and I never wanted me to be that person that they was pointing out, you know. Well, that was a lesson. I promise you that was a lesson learned. Justin Guy went with me to the to the, uh, to the the hunt, and uh, he, you know, he I think he got beat out the first round. But anyway, uh, he, man, when we was walking, headed to the woods, he's you just won your first world hunt. And I was like, man. You know, I was like, yeah, I did. But anyway, it didn't, didn't pan out like it. So, but yes, you're exactly right. I will. That was a lesson learned. And I hate it took me to the to the finals of the world hunt to win it, to, to figure it out. But I can promise you, I will not go half cocked anymore. I don't care if it's a $30, you know, division hunt for the NSD. I will go, my dog will be prepared or I won't hunt her. I'll guide or, or judge. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of them guys out there, you know, they hunt as hard as I do, if not harder. And I just kind of keep it mentally in my head, you know, if if, if I'm not hunting today, Adam McGuire's hunting. If I'm not hunting today, Michael Perkins is, you know, and and that's kind of, you know, mentally how I, I like to play because, you know, I this, a lot of this is, is a game that it, it's a, it can be a head game too, you know. You, you know, you sit in there and a the dog's in there half-hearted, barking and halfway treeing and you want to tree it but you ain't sure you know it can be tough and i feel like a lot of the times the more time you spend in the woods with your dog the more in tune you're going to be with that dog that's right i i, I think you're exactly right you know there's no sense in giving you know because at the end of the day you're you're shortchanging not only did i shortchange myself i shortchanged my dog because you know he can't get out of that pen and go hunt by himself and then come back you know put his collars on that's on me that's yep. my part yeah, and knowing that I, you know, here it is already July. I've already got a list of, I've got a book with all the list of hunts that I plan on making this year. Good Lord's willing, but uh, you know, he don't know what that list looks like. You know, I know what that list looks like, and I've, I've got to be the judge for that. And I, and I know it's going to be a hard year. That's right. So, like I said, now's kind of my time to prepare for that. I feel like if they can do it when it's 85 outside. When it's 35, it shouldn't be much of a problem. Nope, they ought to have plenty of wind, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's uh, let's move on and talk to you. Let tell tell us tell us about Goldtooth. That's that's my uh, you know, he's one of my 
top all time, you know, top favorite dogs that I feel like, you know, obviously we'll talk about whatever you, he's, he's one of those dogs like Hummer and Woody that, that uh, there's some controversy that comes to him. We ain't got to talk about that, but we can. I don't care. I'll edit it. Oh, we, hey, hey, we love it all. Hey, we, look, we that's what I've talked to. We ain't bashful about no, that. No, I've talked to Marty. A, <laughs> man, Marty is as good of a fella. Marty is as good of a fella as I've ever talked to in my life, you know, like Mr. Yeah. Norm oh, Island. Yeah. Mr. Norm Island, he's as good as, you know, he was a fine fella when I, you know, he was just always receptive you know when i would talk to him but uh marty is the you know my my son he's like i said he's big and he, he watches that outer bank show on on, t- on netflix oh, yeah. with my oh, wife yeah. you know well, in the, I, I, we've done seen it ourselves i seen him and i text marty i said marty i said my son seen that obx on them shirt on them hats and stuff that you put on there i said yeah when you get some caps made Please send me one of those caps to give at Young, because now, that you know, he don't care nothing about the Rock and KK kennels that I'm trying to build for him. It's Outer Banks kennels. That's his, you know, that's oh, his. Yeah. That's who he's pulling for. But anyway, when we get some hats made. We'll be sure to get that boy. One. Absolutely, my man. And uh, but what I was gonna ask you about is uh, so you know, Goldtooth. He is uh, I mean, not saying he puts you on the map, man, but he, you did most of your big wins and stuff like that with him tell us about him and what you like and love about him well i'm gonna tell you first off he uh gold to changed my life you know he first off i i don't i don't think me and marty Bonds would ever have built the relationship that we had had it not been for gold tooth you know it's uh me and marty's went from a, a owner handler type relationship to more of a family you know uh i talked to marty at times two and three times a week, you know, just to talk about dogs. And um, like I said, Marty's Marty's a big a big part of Gold Tooth and a big part of of his success. Because like I said, without Marty, we we wouldn't be able to do none of this. But um, he, you know, he's just Gold Tooth's the type of dog that he's always going to give you everything he's got. You know, he, it doesn't matter if if the squirrels are moving and it's the perfect day or it's the worst day you can imagine, you know, he's, he's always going to give you 110%. And, um, a, a lot of times, um, if, if you just let him do what he does, you know, he, he does it and he does it flawlessly. Um, he's the type of dog that, you know, in my four years, I never had to do much correction on him. I mean, he was just kind of the same dog. And, and honestly, I tell people all the time, he, Goldtooth was the type of dog to me that he, through the week, he got born. You know, he he never changed. He never done anything different. You know, it was cut him loose. He he was always going to be treed within two minutes somewhere, whether it was 700 yards or 100 yards in front of you. And um, he just, like I said, he he just treed squirrels. That was That's a lot of his success is treating squirrels. Now, he could treat trees as good as any. You know, most of these guys know um, in the bad weather, you really didn't count him out, you know, because he was smart enough to where I think he realized where the squirrels weren't moving and another dog was getting treed. He knew he had to be treed, so he would he would just kind of get into tree mode. And um, like I said, it, it would it would help you when you needed it. And then at times when he just needed to tree squirrels, that's what he done, you know. And um, he was he was always a competitor. And, and then the year we got Dog of the Year in NSD, we done a lot of winning that year. At that time, I felt like that he was unbeatable. Um, he 
we hunted in probably six different states. You know, we we had, early on he had won a couple local hunts. He'd got some first place wins and racked up some points. And um, we was just kind of bouncing from NSD to USDC. You know, just every weekend or so we'd be at a different one. And um, he got to where he was on kind of a winning streak in NSD. And me and Marty had the conversation that if you know if we'd set goals if if we were going to meet them that we needed to be there. So. In 2019, we just basically opted to um, run the NSD circuit, and um, it ended up paying off good for him. He ended up getting um, Dog of the Year, uh, Mountain Cur of the Year, North Carolina Dog of the Year. He got me Handler of the Year. Um, he won the Clash for Cash that year. We won it Thursday and Friday, both days. Um, we ended up overall reserve, I think we were reserved dog of the year in south carolina and uh i kept it all saved and uh so i could look back at it but i've the best i can remember or the best i've kept track of between 2018 and 2021 i put him in roughly 50 nsd casts and out of those 50 he won 43 casts and um wow a lot of those came back to back to back to back to back to back to back you know he was he was just on a hot streak, you know. It, it was like he couldn't be beat, and um, ended up getting 15 first place wins on him. And um, I'd ended up putting him in the NSD Hall of Fame. And um, that same year, we ended up winning the WTDA Little World Hunt. They had it here in North Carolina. We went and won it too. So how many? Uh, world, 2019. How many World Champions? I mean, you know, he's won something more than that. He's won a pile of world hunts. Yeah. I, it's kind of funny. Um, the best me and Marty can figure is Goldtooth has won a world title for everybody that's ever owned him. Um, Farron Butler won a couple with him. Uh, Greg Maynard owned him for a short time. He ended up winning the NKC World with him. Um, Merle Seeley won a OMCBA, either the junior or senior world hunt with him. Um, Isaac Peavy House, he won. Um, I want to say Isaac may have won the Claude Thomas with him um isaac can correct me on that but um and then like i said i ended up winning the wtda little world with him so he uh he's been good to everybody that's ever turned him loose i can put it like that there ain't no doubt about it he is uh you definitely want to be hauling to the, to the hunts for sure yeah and that's uh that's why a lot of these guys give me he's probably been retired more than any dog you know i've i've i was quick to retire him you know uh um, <laughs> yeah, I watched that a couple of times on Facebook. He's retired. He's retired. And show up and bam, whoop him. You got me? Hello. Hello. Mute on me, did you? Hello. You back. You got me? Hello. Yeah, hold on one second. You got me now? Sure. What about now? You got me? Yep. All right, hold on one second. Let me get to you. I don't know if it was me or what I did, but I wanted to. I'll edit all this out, the little, little pause and stuff. But, uh, yeah, uh, no, what I was saying a while ago is he is darn, um, he's definitely the one that you want to be hauling and definitely, uh, like you say, oh yeah, you was talking about retirement. That's right, wasn't you? You, you, you said you, yeah, you was yeah. quick to retire. Yeah, there is, like I said, the last couple of years I run him, uh, he was just like one injury after another. He would get cut on barbed wire. He'd step on glass in the woods and just, you know, he would have these injuries to where it was, I felt like it was a minor injury, but you know, as the days went on, it would get worse and worse, and it would end up at the vet on antibiotics, and uh, it was just touch and go there for a while. Mm. And uh, honestly, honestly, that's why I was surprised he had the, 
the type of year that he had this past year is because of injuries. You know, it's just, um, like I said, just one cut after another to the to limp into everything you can imagine we dealt with. As far as uh, his health goes, he's had tumors cut off of him. You know, we, we kind of went through the mill with him for the past two years. Right. What didn't you win? Uh, you was He won the king of the hunt twice, hadn't he? He did. Uh, he won it in uh, 2021 and then went back this past year and won it again. Uh, and and both times, it was kind of funny how that really happened because, uh, you know, that is a qualifying event, you should say. You know, they take the top nine dogs throughout the year and uh, they invite them to hunt in the king and queen hunt. And uh, me and Goldtooth, we, we, had, uh, we never won. I think we'd won a couple casts. Um, the 2001 season, but we never really got into where we thought we'd be able to hunt in the top nine in the king and queen hunt. We were like 13th and 14th, and uh, they ended up taking entries, and a lot of those guys that were eligible to hunt weren't able to make the hunt, so they just kept going down the line up until they got the hunt full with nine dogs, and uh, both of these hunts that we were in, Goldtooth was the very last dog to be to be signed up. He was the ninth dog in both of them. Um, so basically basically he got there by elimination you know other dogs not able to go or or willing to go so that was basically how he got his two spots (laughs) yeah he showed up to shine i tell you both times yeah well he uh he treats squirrels every round uh both hunts he treats squirrels at every round um and in the finals you know that finals of this last one that was that was a big nail biter for me. I still go back and watch that live feed. I'm just as nervous then or now as I was then. But you know, again, he was always the type of dog. You, you know, you could always didn't matter how much time was left in the clock. All you could, if you had enough time to reach down there and cut him loose, you better get him cut loose. That's right. Um, I've noticed that, that about him. Yeah, this last hunt, the last king and queen hunt, um, I was down. I was down by 25. You know, he was. We had cut those dogs loose. Um, I think best I can remember, Image was out of pocket, uh, back behind us way deep. And uh, the Rebel dog, he was up by 25 plus on me. And uh, we we had three minutes left to go, and I knew that if I could just get him cut back loose, he'd give me a shot. And uh, cut him loose. Had about three minutes left to go in the hunt, and uh, Rebel went to our left, and Goldtooth went straight in front of us about 600 yards. And, about 45 seconds left in the hunt time, he barked up a couple of times, and I heard him throw a good solid locate. I think they said that was 30, 39, 38 seconds left to go in the hunt time. I treat him, and uh, that was my Hail Mary. You know, he had to have that squirrel. You know, training was, was one thing, but he had to have the squirrel in order to win. You That's know, right. that, was, that was probably my longest 600-yard walk to him. <laughs> yeah. But uh, got in there and got lucky. Uh, we had got a five minute search time and uh we had searched the tree for three minutes and 37 seconds and uh i had beat on the tree prior when i first got in there and seen where he was treed it was hollow and uh, i grabbed the log and started beating on it nothing came out like i said with about three minutes and 30 some seconds left jamie brown he was a spectator for myself he uh i told him i said just get a log and start beating he said where i said i don't care just beat and uh, he went right back to that same tree I just beat on, and he beat on it about five times, and a squirrel come bailing out the top. 
and uh, that was the one I needed to win. Ain't so. that funny how that happens? Me and you can whoop mm-hmm. on something, you know, a hole tight, and then somebody else walk up, tap it, and there he goes. Well, and I can tell you, I'm the first one. I, I this game right here is the reason I don't believe in luck. And if there is such thing as is good luck, I've got the worst luck anybody could have because you know none of none of them you know, seem to ever go in my favor, you know, like that. I beat on that same tree for, you know, I feel like what was twice as long as he did, you know, and then he just walks over there and hits it five times and squirrel runs out of the top. So, you know, and that could have went either way, you know, because he could have went over there and beat on the tree next to it, you know, squirrel might not have came out. So, like I said, there's a lot of luck in this, you know. you got to have a good dog. you got to you got to know the rules and know how they apply, but, you and know. I, and you're exactly right, and I blame a lot of this on, you know, like you said, you got to be conditioned and you got to have your dog ready, but the good Lord is always, I, I give him all the glory, you know, because he is, uh, man, I'm a sinner. I, you know, I have doggone, I've been through the pits of hell and stuff I've done over the years, so he's brought me uh, yeah, out me of both, it. Hey, hey, he's brought me out of it, doggone it. I can, uh. Yeah, I can give him a little bit of the glory right now for sure. Well, I'm going to tell you now, like I said, if it wasn't for the good Lord and uh, Marty Munns, and I'm going to tell you right now, you know, a lot of them don't say it. Some of them do, you know, but uh, if it weren't for my wife and kids and my family being as understanding and supportive as as they are, you know, there's no way I could ever do any of this, you know, because in the wintertime, I'm liable to be gone, you know, every weekend for three months straight you know and 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 my wife she supports me as much as anybody and uh like i said without her the lord marty Munns, there there wouldn't be none of this so like i said it, it's a team effort ain't no and, doubt uh, about it ain't no doubt about it you got to have that's part of the team you know a good a good wife and understanding kids that's part of it brother i promise you yeah and uh, well like right now i still get the hunt but most of the time my my two days a week and my weekends are tied up at the baseball field with my son you know he's he loves it he's good at it and and, and that's his squirrel hunt you know is, is playing baseball so um we like i said we focus a lot on him in the summertime and 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 his sports and and making sure that he gets to go play and have fun but like i said when it comes time for dad's hunting season there's understanding as i am now so that's like i said right. it works out that's right y'all kind of get your off season is his his season exactly it, it works out and uh, you know as far as everything you know i was able to accomplish with goldfish a lot of that wouldn't have been accomplished without you know friends of mine absolutely um, I, I i don't think now i could be wrong but i don't think that in 2019 i went went to a hunt to where i didn't have one or two spectators with me at all times you know these guys they would at the call of a at the call of a, i could just call them you know, spur of the moment. Hey, man, let's go to South Carolina on a bar. You know, they never hesitated. Right. And uh, it, it weren't that they had dogs. They just went to spectate, you know. And uh, Travis Klein's one of them. Um, he, he's, walked a, he's walked as many miles behind Goldtooth in 2019 as I did. Because, like I said, he was, there wasn't a hunt he missed. You know, he, he was at all of them. The only one he missed was the uh, West Virginia State hunt. We went and won it. And, uh that was the only one Travis Klein didn't make the, the whole 2019 season. And like I said, I, I feel like a lot of that had to do with him because, you know, it, it always helps to have spectators. You know, if you got two sets of eyes, four sets of eyes, you know, it's always better just you looking, you know. And, that ain't and no he doubt. found a lot of those squirrels that made the difference for me to win cash, you know. Right. 
What uh did y'all ever I mean you know, did y'all hunt uh, Goldtooth a lot in USDC, like in the big money hunts? Did he? Uh, does he have like a a number that y'all know of? How much for lifetime? Uh, a lifetime. He's won. I know he's won over twenty thousand. Uh, because he's a USDC Platinum champion. That's right. But I'm gonna say roughly over everything, Calcutta money, NSD money, USDC money. I'm gonna say he's in the thirty to thirty-five thousand range. Right. I knew he'd won. I just, I, that's a question I like to ask, you know, if they've, you know, you guys have a career, just for the listeners, you know, I want them. And I'm going to tell you a lot of his, you know, he's had a couple big wins, but a lot of his has come at, you know, 1500 $2,000, $5,000 at a time, you know, um, he's just been consistent, you know, and that, you that probably was, don't even remember. Nah, you probably do, but you know, a lot of the, I don't remember, uh, you know, I remember I won like $580 here in Mississippi one time at, at the division level, you know, uh, and I don't know if you even, you probably don't even include Man, that. I remember, well, one of my, one of my, you know, at the time I thought it was a big win. One of my, what I considered to be one of my first big wins with Gold Tooth, that was, uh, NSD had started the Pro Series. Um, that was the first year that they had the Pro Series. Right. And, uh, I had bought an entry for the uh, North Carolina hunt, and uh, well, Marty did, I didn't. Um, and me and my wife on Saturday morning, we drove about an hour up the road and went and hunted it, and we won it. And it was, I think the hunt paid out right at $700 and uh, added money. It was it was around $1,000 we ended up taking home that day at an NSD Pro hunt. And like I said, it wasn't an hour from our house, so. Um, there were several of those that he got. Like I said, it didn't all come in one lump sum. So he he uh, chiseled away at it, you know, consistently over the years. That's right. That's exactly right. I I knew that he had, you know, he had beat it up, you know, a little bit at the time. Like yeah, yeah. And uh, like I said, this last big win he had, he uh, I felt like for him and 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 his legacy and his story, I felt like that that would just be the best way for him to go out a winner. You know, I. I wouldn't hesitate right now to to pull him out of the kennel and start back to getting him ready to uh, compete next year. How you old know, is, but how old is he now? Uh, he's coming ten, but I mean, I hunted him. I hunted him last week, and I mean, he was he was six hundred yards and treed under a squirrel as fast as anything you ever seen. You know, and <laughs> uh, just you know, I I I hate to really retire him, but again, I want to be able to enjoy him as a dog. You know, I've Yes. I've been able to to make memories with him, make you know, make money with him. Uh, uh, but like I said, I don't want to do that all the way to the end. I want to be able to kind of enjoy, it. you know, my my son. We I don't kill very many squirrels no more, but my son now he he loves to kill, and uh, if he goes hunting, you can believe he's toting a rifle. Well, that's and, like uh, you know, that's like mine. He don't Payson. He's a twelve year old. I got a little twelve year old son. Uh, and he don't I mean he could care less to go like I do during the week. He could care less to yeah, walk my, to and, and and look at them and watch them timber out. But Payson, yeah, he, my, he don't go with me a lot of times because he don't get chewed. I'm just being honest. Yeah, that's I got one just like him. He sometimes I feel like in the summertime he looks at me like I'm crazy when I tell him I'm going hunting and it's 90 degrees outside yep. and ain't got a gun, you know. And uh, but like I said now. Um, he loves to go and he loves to hunt and he loves to shoot. That was one thing with Goldtooth. Um, I'd heard all the rumors about him. You know, you hear everything about these dogs, good and bad. That's and, right. Uh, I'd heard all the rumors about him, and uh, I kind of knew what his faults were before I even got him. And um, I, 
you know, a lot of people feel different about it, but I'm going to tell you, he proved to me a, a point that, you know, killing squirrels isn't always the best. And um, right. last, I, I can I can honestly tell you right now that last year I killed nine squirrels to him all season. And and six of those my son killed. So really, I didn't kill but three to him. But That was uh, one of my he, questions. You don't kill a lot of squirrels I during don't, the week. And, and, I don't either is I why don't. I'm saying that. A lot of people shoot, you know, like, you know, at, you know, uh, you know, Jeremy Garner or Adam O'Donnell, you them, and, you know, Jeremy will shoot every single one he goes to. Adam shoots a bunch of them. I don't shoot a lot at all. Uh, but, I, I don't either. And, and like I said, the way those guys hunt, I don't look down upon it. I don't frown upon it. Uh, you know, I understand them, them boys like to kill, and, and that's a part of it. But for me, it's, you know, I kind of base my killing off of the dog. You know, if the dog can take it, I'll give him a little more. If he don't need it, I won't give him none at all. That's and, right. Um, That's right. That, I, that got, was, that, I, I got sorry to interrupt you. I got uh. No, you're good. I got buddies that, you know, that, that do kill. Cody, you know, Moreland that does this with me, uh, he kills a pile. Lee Langley he's a good friend of mine. They kill a buttload to their dogs, uh, him and Brandon Lowry and Ty Ford and Chance Robertson. They all, man, they love to shoot them. But now they sitting there cleaning every one of them. I mean, Lee Lang can clean a darn squirrel in 50 seconds or maybe quicker than that. You know, he's just boom, 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 boom. Oh, you oh, know, yeah. I don't like to clean that many. I'm just being I don't honest. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I like to take them out of the woods. You know, I just. That's right. You, you, take, a, you take a backpack or a vest full of squirrels and a shotgun and, and a dog or two, you know, you talk about a, a hike out of the woods that can be miserable. Um, but, you know, it's nothing against that. Like I said, I just, I base my killing off of the dog. Yeah. Right. Matter of fact, the dog I've got here now, he, he's probably had as many squirrels killed to him as any dog. You know, he's he he came from a man that absolutely murdered squirrels, and uh, he he hasn't got any since he's been here. Well, you know? I, and, I tell you, yeah, he came from, I mean, Scott lives down the road. You know, I say down the road. I'm from Mississippi, too. I'm about two hours north of Scott. But, yeah, I know Scott well. And uh, like I said, Scott, he, he's a big-time, you know, them boys, when they go, they go to kill, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but like I said, you know, for these hunts, a lot of times that can cause problems. Not going to say it does, but, you know, there's always that chance for it to cause problems. And I like to kind of eliminate everything that I can control, you know. And, and That's right. If a, if a dog timbering squirrel is something I can control by not killing squirrels, I'm not going to kill a squirrel, you know. And that's that's just the way I feel about it. Now, I might be wrong. You know, man could prove me otherwise, but, you know, like I said, that's what's worked for me, and especially Goldtooth, you know. He's he's the type of dog that if a man just went and murdered squirrels to him, he's going to be tree and feather back off the tree. He's going to be big-eyed. He's going to be watching for him to timber, and um, that's opposite of what I need him to do. Yeah, you, know? you don't so, need him looking. You sure don't. You don't need him looking. No, and he and I'll be honest with you, he, he's probably one of the worst timbering dogs you ever seen go, you know. I mean, he absolutely sucks at it. Um, he'll just, if he sees a squirrel move, hey, he'll run out there about 70 yards and just turn around and stop. And a lot of times that squirrel's went the opposite way, you know, but he's just, he's, he gets big eyed and he gets wild. So like I said, I just kind of, you know, eliminate that by not killing squirrels. That, that's that, well, kind of my biggest thing with him. Me too. And, uh, I think you're exactly right. Uh, you know, that helps out on that aspect. Cause mine, you know, the dog that I hunted 
all these years he had he sucked at it too in my opinion he couldn't he didn't he don't timber them well he'll get out there and do the same exact thing well then he get out there that far you minus to now you know so now I'm, I'm i'm just no i'm not i didn't set him up i didn't buy him to to pleasure hunt i bought him to come come hang out with you guys on the weekend and come you know compete well there you go and that's what marty said you know if we wanted to pleasure hunt he'd get totally different dogs you know but um i'm there to win marty's there to win so that's you know that's kind of the dogs we we keep you know that's um if they're not winning they're you know that it doesn't matter how many squirrels they tree you know that's that's what people don't understand so it, it, it's touch and go sometimes you know it, it's always it's always i always try to learn something i always seem like i'm trying to figure something out you know but um it's always it's always to try to get the dog better you know no matter whose dog it is what dog it is the end goal is to try to make it better that's right we uh you're exactly right on again this goes back to the whole let's be prepared we want the best dog and and not shooting a bunch of squirrels to the to your dogs is best in your opinion i mean you're the one hunting yeah and and like i said this you know years ago i know you went for the buddies and the camaraderie and uh you know to talk dogs but now you know with guys like jeff island you know they, they stepped up and make these hunts to where you know a man can make quite a bit of money in a you know a few short months just doing what we all love to do that's exactly and, right. i um, talked to him last night matter of fact and uh yes yeah, so you're exactly right and like i said jeff's top of the line in my book you know he he like i said he makes all this possible for us hunters um him and several others greg without greg promoting it, it you know it wouldn't be nothing but um you know the 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 caliber of dogs that you have to hunt against now is so i mean it like i you know i think i heard greg say in a past interview you know all these dogs now you know you don't have to worry about hunting against good dogs just in the finals you've got to worry about drawing them in the first round now you that's know, exactly right you know you were in the level that you guys are at each and every weekend and like I said, I'm going to show up to some this year, but it's just, you can be nervous to, on the first round as you are the third, you know, because you're you're there to, you know, everybody, Joe Blow's got a, a nice squirrel dog. Yeah, oh yeah, and and really that's why I'm there is for that nervous feeling, you know, that's that's what I love, that's what I chase, uh, you know, I, I love that, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm super bad about it, I'll be as nervous the first round as I will the final round. Yeah, you know? amen but, to that. Uh, that, that. That's what keeps me coming back. And, and I feel like when I don't get that nervous feeling the more, it's time for me to move on, you know. Find something uh, else. But, yeah, because I love it, you know. I, I And there you go again. I don't have to kill, you know, a limit of squirrels to have a good time. I can see a dog make three trees and do it flawlessly, you know, and, and do a good job doing it, and I, I'm satisfied. You know, I'm, I'm happy just to see good dog work. That's right. That's why we're, you know, and again, you keep talking, you know, you mentioned Greg, you know, promoting this thing, you know, dude, that's why we're doing these podcasts is to, we don't, I don't want to see it, you know, well, you used to have fun back in the day squirrel hunting at these competitions, you know, I don't want it to see it, see it like that. I want it to to grow. I want my youngins to do it. And uh, I want your youngins to do it. You know what I mean? I want to be able to tell, if I can tell somebody about a squirrel dog and, you know, tell them about Jesus you know, I've I've, I've hit the lottery. Yeah, I've hit the lottery. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But uh, so uh, moving on just a little bit, I mean, like I said, you know, you hear these things about Goldtooth and his, you know, the, yeah, there was one fella, I don't even know his name, that got on Facebook saying, I know what he is, this and that, you know. You know, like, like me and Michael Perkins. Michael Perkins said he didn't care if Woody was, you know, because I'd always heard that Woody was uh, out of uh, Lake Jake and a, a hound. Well, you know, do we know that? No, we don't know that. But And then Michael was like, I don't care if he was Blue Healer. And, you know, he's like, he suits me just fine. And I, and I feel like that's the same same thing, you, you the same way you feel with, with Goldtooth. You don't care if he was, you know, fast, curve, whatever, bird dog. I can't remember what all he said he, said he was. If they came to me and said that he was half Labrador, I'd be looking for Labradors to put in my program, you know, because, um, again, we, we're not really breed-based performance, you know. We, we go strictly off performance. I've, I've told Marty a thousand times, if he can find me a feist that's paint with blue polka dots that can win, I'll turn it loose. You Ain't know, no I, doubt I don't about care. it. Ain't no doubt about it. You know, the, the gold tooth controversy, I think a lot of that's, you know, controversy, jealousness, you know, it, it doesn't matter to me because no matter if they're talking good about him or bad about him, they're talking about him, you know. You're so, exactly right because, you know, so. that's the, the the thing about that is, is, you know, me and Cody, uh, my partner on this, was talking the other day, you know, good publicity and bad publicity, they both publicity, you know. It's all publicity, and I'm going to tell you, you know, those uh, – they 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 can all say what they think he is or what he might be, but can't none of them say he ain't a squirrel dog. Tell you know, me, and that's yeah. Say that that's again, because that's at I, the end of the day, that's what you after, ain't it? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. You know, again, we don't care what it is, just as long as we can win with it. That's right, brother. Um, and and he's done his fair share, but uh, yep. he's as good as uh that's ever been cut loose. You know, that's ever toted a collar and a that's ever been cut loose, in my opinion, for sure. Um. So, moving on just a touch, y'all, you got a new horse you riding this year. Talk about him uh, a little bit. Yeah, uh, better not blow him up too much. I, he's got a lot to prove yet. Uh, I'm going to tell you, he's a nice dog. Um, he's, I, I don't know, I don't know if there'll ever be another gold tooth in my eyes, but uh, I've seen him do some, some good work. You know, he's he's a squirrel dog. Uh, he's, he moves around good. He he moves around good. He cuts the woods up good. And he, you know, he seems to treat the squirrels as he comes to, you know, but, uh, hunting in a cast 90 minutes with some of the best dogs in the country. That'll tell the tale. That's right. That's, that's, that, a... that's what, that's what we check off our list. You know, they can be everything on the list, but they gotta, you gotta be able to check that off on the list too. That's it. That's uh, it. What did, uh, how'd y'all, how'd y'all come about finding him or whatever? Just talk in uh, talks rumors you know just uh hearing about good dogs he come up in the mix just hearing about good dogs and uh last year at the truck hunt i got knocked out early and uh sitting there pouting you know i hate to lose everybody tell you that that's right i'm sitting there sitting there in the truck pouting and uh, i think merle seeley had guided the cast for the final round of the truck hunt last year uh marty he had a dog in and uh we were still sitting there with with them waiting to see what the finals of the truck hunt was going to be. And we were sitting on the side of the road, and Merle came up, and we just started talking. And I told Merle, I said, Merle, I said, you know, he had, Merle had had gold tooth and had started him, and um, he had had several stories of, of the young gold tooth, really before his name was gold tooth that he had told me. And uh, we had just sat there talking, and 
I told him, I said, Merle, I said, I'm looking for something to replace him, you know, because at that time he was the truck hunt that year was going to be, that was going to be it. You know, we, we didn't know we were in the King and Queen hunt. So that was basically going to be it for him. And, and Merle told me, he said, you know, he said, the only dog I'd recommend is the, the little sniper dog. So um, after calling around and, and talking and to a couple of different guys, we felt like that he might work out. So we called and talked to Scott and uh, um, I had a couple of phone conversations with Scott about the dog and everything I heard I liked and, we ended up buying him, and it, it's just worked out. You know, he's everything Scott told us he was. Um, he's 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 super nice squirrel dog. And, uh, <laughs> you like uh, said he, you couldn't he talk to him me. on fa- hey you couldn't talk to him on Facebook because you didn't know if he was telling the truth or shooting the junk. <laughs> well, and I'm gonna tell you a lot of these people. A lot of these people take me and probably everybody else too serious on Facebook, but I give Scott a hard time on Facebook um about the killing and all that oh, i was yeah. always quick i was always quick to, to put a comment out there but like i said the little dog is is everything that scott described him to be and uh right now i'm happy with him you know i haven't i've went through several dogs looking for a good dog but uh i've known him at the house since March, and it's going on july so He's, he's been at the house longer than any of them, so I like him that much. That's like, you know, on Scott, he, uh, <laughs> you know, if people get to talking about, you know, what they want and stuff, and, you know, that dude is so hilarious. I mean, he did, look, I got a nice big fancy mailbox post and all this that he made me uh, with a dog tree and on the side of anyway. And I got down there. To, that's the first time I'd ever really met him, met him. You know, I've talked to him on the phone. But we get there, dude, and he's like, you know, I'll text these or, or I'll message the moderators or whatever these pages and tell them, hey, I'm finna post something, you know, to get aroused <laughs> out of them. Yeah, yeah, because so they don't kick him off. And, yeah. you know, 95% of that stuff is junk. You know, he just does it just because, dude, I talked to his daddy one day when I was there for 20 minutes. He's like, I don't know where this boy come to be, gets all his humor from. He said cause he is just he comes up with some of the off the walls crap. And look, he'll take it to extreme, son. He had that picture, and I, I may be exposing him, but <laughs> hey, he had he's got one of those uh, lays like one of those metal. You know, plasma. Yeah, plasma cutter. He <laughs> built a sign, powder coated the stupid thing, and look, he went to the extreme. And his, he's Scott. Hey, Scott's like old good, good stud dog. He'll reproduce. I think he's got six youngins. But anyway, yeah. he uh he had his wife run up there, and Lord, I she's got to be a heck of a woman. But he had his wife run up to the bank and, and get him some cash out, and, <laughs> like a couple one hundreds, and then a bunch of ones, and he made that picture dude and when he did that i was tickled as i've ever been son he he just does it he's just a real funny dude good person good real good dude. yeah that was that was when little sniper won the fall brawl that was the fall the brawl, fall brawl. <laughs> you said it brother <laughs> <laughs> me and scott we've laughed about that a couple times since then but yeah after uh after buying a little sniper and all that i've got to talk to scott and i'm gonna tell you scott he's my type people you know he can he can dish it out and he can take it. Absolutely. You know, you got to take everything he says, you know, like a grain of salt, kind of like me, you know, because I get on that Facebook, I use it just to, as a humor, you know, humor tool. You know, a lot of them guys take it personal and, uh, um, you know, get butt hurt with it. But like I said, they, they take it too serious. That's uh, right. Because we, we, we just have fun with it. That's it, brother. My wife, she'll get on there and she'll be like, well, what did you do? Because me and her share an account, she's like, 
well, what'd you say this time? I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, I can't post on none of my boutiques that I, that I'm, you know, I'm wanting to buy these little boutique clothes or what? She's a speech pathologist in the school system. She buys these little old clothes. She ain't no bigger in a minute. But uh, yeah, my wife she thinks I'm a lunatic with all the Facebook <laughs> dog drama. Yeah. My, hey, my account, my account stays locked up half the Dude, time. That's right what I'm. <laughs> I just banned. got out of Facebook jail. Yeah, I'm, my I, wife. That's I'm what to she... the point where now they're they're monitoring what I put on the USDC page. Look, I'm like, good night. I gotta I gotta gear it back a little. Look, so Lindsay's the same way. She was like. What did you do? And I was like, I don't know. She was like, well, when I go to post something, it comes up in red. You can't post for ever how many days, you know. That's what my account's been under the last two weeks. You can't, you, I can't even talk to nobody on there after private well, message. I can talk, but they said mine's restricted. I can't, um, I think they, they look over my post or whatever before it's posted, and I can't post on the USDC page for 29 more days. So. <laughs> <laughs> Greg and Greg and them be able to take a break for a little while. They won't have to moderate all my posts. That's right. They want to go in there and delete stuff. That's exactly right. But uh, I keep them on their toes. I see to. it. Hey, ain't no doubt about it. So, But you're thinking, uh, so you won't really know much more about Little Sniper until you know you put him with some dogs. Uh, you call me this time next year, and I'll tell you how good he is. You know, because I understand. Uh, like I said, we're we're basing it off earnings, and uh, right now he's he's got a big fat zero. So we're we're looking to get him some earnings. And uh, but as far as squirrel dogs and abilities, he's as nice as anything going. You know, he's he's got all the tools. Let's just see if he 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 knows when and how to use them. That's right. What uh other than like you know just say him and uh, or do you just usually keep a dog that you're gonna you know promote in the hunts or do you start dogs or how does that work in your everyday i don't um i'll be honest with you all these guys give me a hard time but i'm gonna tell you something if you if you promote a dog the way it needs to be promoted and and right now i've got two basically stud dogs we i get calls daily wanting to breed chips or breed pups but um this can turn into somewhat of a job you know it, it, it can get overwhelming at times you get people mixed up you know, as far as buy a pup, guy wants to breed a jet, you know, but um, like I said, we're just taking it, taking it year by year right now. Marty, he, uh, he's trying to, you know, USDC's come out with the pup program um, and NSD's had it. And uh, Marty's got all these nice top quality dogs and he's looking to get some young dogs with dogs going. Um, so I'm basically, you know, with Marty, um, I don't really hunt dogs for the public. As a matter of fact, I don't even hunt dogs for myself. Everything I've got at my house belongs to Marty. Um, Travis Klein's got a dog, super, super nice dog. Matter of fact, he got a, heck, I it? think he got a uh, state trooper. He got a reserve, uh, yeah. reserve USDC world champion last year and got reserved the uh, USDC little world champion last year. Um, Travis, he owns his own business, and uh, at times his work can be kind of hectic. So um, I'll bring Trooper down and, and hunt him for a month or so to help Travis out. But but mainly what I hunt is just what Marty supplies, you know. I don't really – I used to hunt dogs for the public, but that was that was a headache in itself. So like I said, me and Marty, uh, Marty knows what I like, and uh, he tries to keep me one of those in the kennel at all times. So uh, – we we team outer banks, you know. We that's, right. that, that's that's basically, you know, and and I help Trooper a lot or Travis with Trooper because that, you know, Marty's in on him too. So 
uh, really, it's helping Marty, it's helping Dog, and it's helping it's helping Travis. So who, really, that's a win-win. Who else y'all got hunting with y'all? I Man, knew, I knew it was you and Travis. I, I knew that. I honestly, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, I, I I really don't know. Uh, uh, Marty's got so many dogs and handlers scattered all over the country. I really can't keep up with all of them. Is he just uh, really fool with the? Because I'm trying to get him on here, but uh, he he texted me the other day and said I'd really like to just stay in, in the shadows. So and I get it. I really do. Yeah, so he's a good yep. dude. So. Yeah, Marty. He uh he he he's a super good guy. You know, he does a lot for the squirrel hunts. Um, he's a huge supporter of the USDC, probably one of the biggest ones, you know, because right. when, 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 uh, when Liz comes and when an entry comes available, most of the time, Marty's one of the first ones to buy That's right. And he's um, got two or three names just, on there. That's exactly right. Yeah. Marty, he just, he like he likes the game of squirrel hunting, competition squirrel hunting, and he likes a good dog. And, uh, um, like I said, he just kind of stays out of the limelight and lets us do our thing. You know, that's. That's one of the things that I feel like has helped me and Marty as much as it has. Is Marty is zero pressure. You know, uh, uh, he doesn't force you to go to hunts. You basically, I go to where I want to go. Um, I pick my schedule. I pick my hunts. Um, and, and I'll be, I'll be quick to tell you, I pout. I whine. I hate to lose. Second place sucks for me. I just soon finish last in second. Um, and and Marty, he, you know, Marty will talk us off a ledge a lot of times. You know, he's. It's not all about the mark, the winning, the money for Marty. You know, he's just there to have a good time. And uh, like I said, we'll we'll lose the cast, and Marty will be quick to tell us to eat the humble pie. And, you know, be ready for the next one. And uh, like I said, he just. He's a super good guy and a super good supporter of these squirrel hunts. And, you know, you won't find nobody no better than Marty Munch. That's exactly right. Now, does he live close to you? Uh, no, he doesn't. Uh, he, Marty lives as far east as you could possibly live. He lives right on the beach of the Outer Bank. Um, he's about three and a half hours east of where I live. I live about dead center in the state. Got you. Yeah. So me and Marty, we, we, we swap dogs a couple times a year. Um. You know, I see him a couple times a year, but mostly uh, uh, it's over the phone communication through text message, you know, or Facebook post, all that. You know, it's he, he trusts me with the dogs. Um, he, he he listens to what I tell him about the dogs. And, you know, if I tell him one sick needs to go to the vet, he don't hesitate to, to you know, get him there, you know. So, um, like I said, it, it works out. This, this whole team and uh, – the handling gig, you know, I didn't know if I'd like handling dogs for somebody, but I'm going to tell you, it's probably the best move I made getting hooked up with Marty Munns. That's right. You can, um, uh, you're like not said, the only it, one that said that. He's a yeah. super good dude. Yeah. And and like I said, I'm blessed to even have this friendship, much less, you know, uh, be able to hunt these dogs for him like I do. And, uh, you know, Marty puts a lot of money out for us to just run all over the country, not knowing if we're going to win a dime, you know. And uh, That's right. Like I said, it. It takes a special kind of person to do what he does. Yes, sir. What uh, what do you think? All right, I like to ask you all my my folks this. Uh, obviously, I want to know your favorite dog. I already know, but I'm I want to know who that is, and I want to know who uh, what's the best dog that's not yours that you've ever seen go. Uh the favorite I'd have to say is Gold Tooth. You know, not just not just on cause of wins. You know, just as far as consistent ability. You know, the just day in and day out he's, he's always the same but as far as one that i would that i like that we don't own the one that sticks out in my mind the most is jay jeff allen's female um 
I'd love, I've told Jeff many a times, I'd love to have Jake standing in my yard. Really? Uh, she's that nice. Yeah. She, well, she's, I'm going to tell you, she's not everybody's cup of tea. You know, she's wild acting, real crazy acting, real gamey, but she is no doubt a winner, you know. And like I said prior, that's, 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 that's what we're looking for. I like and, wild. Uh, <laughs> I like them doing I, something. I do too. I do. And, and that's the difference between, you know, Sniper and Goldtooth. To me, Sniper's kind of the young, you know, he's young, more pep in his step, you know, just kind of edgy to where Goldtooth's just laid back, mellow. He don't care, you know. He's, he's the same every time. And that, that's kind of what I like in the dog. What, what about – one that i would i would love to have jade on into my league right what a, they're her and uh sniper they little sniper they bred a lot alike huh yeah they're uh they're half brother and half sister that's best what i, I was remember. thinking uh, i was thinking that i think they got I think they got the same daddy and different mom and uh and i can see a lot of sniper in jade you know i can see a lot of a lot of the traits that they both got i can see them in sniper and uh i think that's a lot of what's you know pushed me towards snipers you know, based on what I've seen Jade do, you know, I see, I see Sniper do a lot of the things I've seen Jade do. So, like I said, I'm not going to say he's anywhere near what a Jade is, but I sure hope he's half of what she is. Right. You've seen her do some really, really good dog work, huh? I have, I have. And it goes, you know, I've beat her and she's beat me, you know. Um, I've just, I've seen her do a lot of good work. And, and like I said, she's just one that really stands out, you know. That, and I'm going to tell you another one, Woody. You can't take nothing away from Woody. Woody, you know, Woody, I, I guess me and Michael, we've talked about it, but Woody, it's kind of funny, but Woody's been uh, go-to's kryptonite we've always picked about. Um, I can't remember a cast I've ever been in with Woody and go-to that I've ever beat him. Um, it seems like all the time he's beat me, you know, and the last time I drew me beat me bad. Uh, he beat me so bad last time I didn't want to go back for no more. But, oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just um, I give squirrels. credit where credit's due, yeah. Well, and kind of like Michael, I heard him say the other night about getting in dog's head. Uh, he can flat get in Goldtooth's head. Now, how he does it, um, he's the only dog I've seen affect him the way he, he affects him. But um, it's just, I, I don't know what he does, but he's his kryptonite. I'm, I'm yet to beat him with, with Goldtooth. So. Like I said, he, he, he he's the goat. There's no doubt about that. He is definitely, and you know, I'm hunting a female out of him and a bird dog uh, cross, but, and I really like her. But he has definitely has done his fair share. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see how little Sniper holds up for. You know, I'd like to see him because he won like the Junior World OMCBA or something, didn't he? Or no? Uh, or no? I want to I want to say I don't know that he won it. He might have got second or something. Uh, Marvel Sailor could correct all That's that. That's right. Uh, That's I, right. Yeah, I, re- I really don't know his, his competition record prior to me having him. You know, he may have won a hunt or two here and there. I don't think they really promoted him. Um, you know, I know that. Scott I got him, him when he was young, young, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Scott got him and basically, you know, kept him down there in pleasure hunting most of his life. Bred a few females with him. And uh, um, we got him from Scott in March. And, you know, at that time, Goldtooth was down. And I told Marty, I said, well, you know, I'll just kind of leave Goldtooth standing in the kennel and hunting sniper and try to get him qualified for the USDC world, you know, because USDC world, you got to win a cast in order to be qualified. Well, um, the day prior, they'll have three or four qualifying rounds to give, you know, dogs a chance to get qualified. Right. And um, ended up timing, ended up sucking, which, you know, everything that happened, you know, it wasn't planned, but 
Um, again, Goldtooth ended up getting to be on the roster for the King and Queen hunt. I never would have expected it, you know. And uh, Greg called one day and said that he had an entry available, and if we wanted it, we told him yeah. So that kind of got Goldtooth back, you know, back in a hunt for last year. And um, I ended up hauling Sniper and Goldtooth up last year. Well, I'd had Sniper for about a week. He comes straight from Mississippi, and um, I had hunted him probably four days and uh, threw him in the truck and went to Ohio. And uh, timing on the hunts didn't line up really good. And uh, I ended up having to hunt Goldtooth in the King and Queen hunt. And Travis, he hunted Sniper in uh, two, Travis Klein hunted him in two or three qualifying rounds and ended up getting him qualified. And then um, I took a couple bad breaks in the world hunt with him and, and didn't do no good. But uh, um, to me, he wasn't the same dog then that he is now. So right. I'm hoping that, you know, next year will have a different outcome than it did this year. You know, I, everything that happened was so unplanned and, you know, I never would have, you know, even imagined getting him in the world hunt, much less qualifying, you know, because I hadn't got to hunt him for four days. And um, once I got the green light to hunt Goldtooth, I had basically took the two weeks prior to that hunt to put everything into Goldtooth. So Sniper, to me, at that time was about 50 to 60%, you know, to where now I feel like he's 80 to 90. Right. And, um, and so, I mean, that says a lot. Like you said, you got to win your cast to get qualified and i mean it tells you yeah, you know, a, you didn't buy no hunk of junk no way <laughs> yeah and, uh, you know another thing that i took in consideration too was sniper had just kind of his main address had been in mississippi basically his whole life that's right and um we we had sent a dog holler when we bought him we, we bought him sight unseen um bought him off of scott's word basically and uh sent scott the money and the dog holler and the dog holler picked him up brought him straight from scott to me and that was like on a monday i hunted him uh tuesday wednesday thursday put him in the truck thursday night and we went straight to ohio so i mean he had traveled there's no telling how many miles that dog had traveled in three days prior to that hunt you know and uh, you know he, he, he take the road for sure well and that's it's funny because that's kind of where i seen it affecting him you know at night when i take him out of the dog box to feed him he'd come out stove up and uh, I knew right then, I said, well, he's not used to the road. And uh, like I said, we we work on that a lot during the weekend at home. So I'm hoping this year that, you know, that don't affect him. You um, let him spend like the night said, in the he, dog box on? Oh, man, what I do these dogs, people think I'm crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, I, I look at these dogs as, you know, they got to kind of know what to expect. And, you know, when you go to these hunts, the dogs don't have to, He's going to have to sleep in a dog box for three days, you know, three nights. And, and he's going to have to come out of that dog box and perform at his top level for three days in a row. You know, if you're lucky, you know, if you keep getting through rounds, he's going to have to do it for two, three days. And, um, that, you know, they got to they gotta know what to expect. So, yeah, they spend a lot of time in the dog box at my house. That's right. Um, That's exactly you know, right. You know, I do that same thing. I'll... A young dog, six months old, if I'm starting a puppy or something, uh, it gets to spend a night in the dog box. You know, I'll put him in there at night and or in the evenings, and, you know, I'll go back out there. And, you know, I don't do it a whole lot in the summer because just because it's, you know, 98 degrees factor, here and yeah. 100% humidity like today. But, you know, that's – and, well, you know, talking about that, you know, condition these things, I've – again, I, I say this to everybody that I interview because I, it's such a – relation to what i you know i raised bucking bulls for years so mm -hmm. dude i would take so 
I, I played in the futurity, so I would go, you know, I may put six bulls, you know, two-year-old yearlings or two year, up to two-year-olds, you know, on a trailer, and I would haul them to my local grocery store. I would unhook my trailer. I would chain and master lock the gates on just so, you know, and I parked it in the parking lot. I knew the, 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 the owner, and, you know, they were cool. I parked it away so he wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be taking up parking spots. But I wanted them bulls to see people. I wanted them to see cars and make loud noises because when you back up to one of these barns, I mean, the biggest thing is, is like, you know, I've seen, I put Gatorade in their, in their water because you know, when they're on the road like that, they don't drink, they don't eat good. So I just, I just use that as, you know, a buddy of mine, he, he's the one that told me, he's like, hey, make the wall, you know, I mean, all them bulls to Walmart and yep. leave them, you know. So I just started doing stuff like that and I could really tell, you know, hey, oh yeah. Yeah, well, it's a lot of it's mental conditioning, you know, like the dog side of it. And, uh, you know, a lot of people underestimate this side of it, and, and it's the health of the dog. You know, a dog a dog has got to be healthy and able to perform at its peak. You know, he, you, you, you can't expect him to perform at his best if he's eat up a worms, you know, if he's out of shape. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of my time is spent just physically getting a dog ready, you know, and um, – Mentally, you know, like I said, hauling them in a dog box, just small things like that, you know, goes a long way, especially whenever you start getting out on the road, you know, week in, week out, you know, it starts taking a toll on them. So, you know, no different than us. I sleep a whole lot better in my bed than I do in a motel, you know, so you kind of want to tackle them out of their comfort zone, you know. That's right. And a lot of times, a lot of times hunting, I don't know what it's like in y'all's country, but we, you know, we used to have a lot of big timber. Now it's just cut. They some they select cut and others they you know clear cut it and uh i'm the world's worst hey i'll pull up i'll pull up to a 200 acre cornfield or a 200 acre cut over that most people would cut beagles in and hey i'll shoot a squirrel dog right through the middle of it you know i and and just basically purposely dry hole them to see what they're going to do and how they're going to react i've done that and uh, i do that same exact thing because you know, over here it's the same. You know, we got big bottoms. You know, and it's. I mean, we got a hundred something thousand acre national forest land. That, you know, it's a lot of pine timber and stuff. But I throw mine out in a pine plantation. Next thing you look up, he's eight hundred yards through the center of it. Some hardwood or creeks. Yep, and that you know, I, I I like doing that again, taking them out of their comfort zone because in the perfect world you would love to be able to go to the you know have good conditions at squirrel hunts you know just perfect weather squirrels moving everywhere but that's not always the case you know and um again they gotta be prepared for the bad days just as good as they do the good yep you know greg said it you know in these usdc hunts he he said you know hey we gonna have a a morning and an evening and then a morning on sunday you know well me I'm all good and gravy, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make some of the USDCs. But you know, I'm very I'm on my church board. I'm on everything, so I'm very very uh you know involved in our church and with you know me and my wife teach a uh, teach the high school kid or you know young adult Sunday school class every so it's hard for me in my dedication to the because here I mean I'll just be honest we I wouldn't even have the dog be able to hunt this stuff because. One, the Lord blessed me with uh, a job and a profession. Dude, I, I have no education. I graduated high school, went to junior college, uh, have no degree in nothing. Um, and I'm in sales now where I wished I'd have done this as soon as I got out of college. But, you know, I, yeah, I've just been blessed with, you know, a living that allows me to buy dogs and stuff to the point that, oh, hey, you know, I owe all that to God. I cannot 
I, I one and first and foremost, I don't want to go back to the lifestyle that I used to live because, man, I, you know, my wife about left me. <laughs> because I mean, I ain't gonna kid you. You know, there was nothing in this world I love more than hanging out with my buddies, drinking beer and whiskey and you know it got to the point where i was drinking whiskey you know i just wasn't a good husband you know i'll say that and uh it just it just got it got to the point where care you know, and i was like yeah i was gonna lose my my whole family and my son go to church and I, yeah i go and dude i never i ain't gonna kid you yep. i never left that day so i owe everything i got to god and uh and you know i just feel like that's my calling and her calling and you know it's gonna be hard for me to go to every every weekend go to a usdc now i don't i ain't gonna say that if i ain't got somebody to if my dog's you know the caliber of dog that i think she's gonna be i don't mind putting somebody in a vehicle and and and, and putting her in there you know we go yep. see like i said i'm in i have enjoyed fooling with these dogs and i'm a real competitive person anyway so this is my you know i don't miss the i do miss the buck and bull stuff but on the other hand i don't miss uh i don't miss cutting hay and and baling hay and stuff in the summers and stuff, and and then feeding cows every single day. So I don't miss that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and these squirrel dogs too. You know, they they seem to fit in a lot of people's lifestyle a lot better. You know, I, I used to coon hunt. Um, ended up getting married and having kids, and it, it, that that basically put a halt to my coon hunting. And uh, right. Luckily, my job. You know, my job. I'm a farrier by trade, and uh, I can oh, basically schedule. I can schedule my work around my hunting dogs, you know, and uh, uh, sometimes I'm privileged to do that. Sometimes I'm not, but I try to. Um, and it, like I said, it just, the squirrel dogs fit in a whole lot better in my lifestyle. And uh, like I said, my kid, he, uh, he loves to go kill. And uh, we, like I said, we have fun with it. Uh, but now I'm just, I've, I'm consumed with the competition side of it. I, I would rather competition squirrel hunt than eat some days. You know, I just, I love it. I love to, competitive aspect of it the the rush you know the i love the win you know so i'm just i meet up with it that's exactly right with us you know i would honestly i would i don't shoot a bunch of squirrels like we said and i would rather go to a hunt than i would you know go on a pleasure hunt i just do and now i granted i like you know i met josh perkins and chuck coomer they uh they come down and met us in the Delta this year, and we shot squirrels, you know, a couple of days. But, man, honestly, I just assume, uh, just assume competition hunt and, and so forth like it, you know, stuff like it. I do, too. Uh, like I said, we, we have fun with it. Now, now I am going to go on and tell the truth about it. Now, after about three days, I do start getting homesick. I'm ready to get back home to my youngins and wife. You know, yes, I, sir. Uh, you know, I'll tell them boys that they tell when I'm getting homesick because I ain't got much to say. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about them kids, but uh, we we have a blast with it. I'm, I'm blessed to be able to do it. You know, like I said, uh, without Marty Munns, none of this would be possible for me. So, like I said, I'm I'm glad to know Marty and glad to be a part of all this. You know, Goldtooth changed my life, and he, he showed me. He showed me what I needed to have in the future if I'm going to be successful, and that's that's what I'm going to look for. You know, he, he set the bar he, for you. He was he's, he's your he measure. He set my so. bar. He's my measuring stick from right. now on. You know, that's so right. but, I hope I can get something halfway as good as him. I might oh, be doing you will. Right. You ain't you you won't stop until you do anyway. So, but no, we've been at this thing, brother, an hour and a half already. Or oh, you got anything? Any people other than Marty? I know. I wish he'd get on here, but like I said, I get it. I'm talking to to folks like you and I, I mean, I can talk to dude. It, it, I could talk to you for another two hours. You know, I just love yep, talking to all. Yeah, same you know? way. 
Oh. And I will tell you, Marty, Marty, he he's a man of many stories. You know, outside of Squirrel Hunt, he's he's got a he's got a book full of stories. Shoot, that's what I, I wish heard. I could, he could write him. a book. Yeah, my, matter of fact, I'm on my way right now uh, to take Skeeter to him. She's uh, we hope to have a belly full of little sniper pups with her, but uh, he's gonna raise them. I'm, I'm about an hour from seeing him. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna say he needs to get on there and tell him what yeah. we watch story. I'd love to. I mean, we can make it. We can make it one of them long episodes, brother. We can. Uh, we can we can do it whatever he wants to do, but man, dude, you don't know how much I appreciate. It. I've been you know people when we put that poll out, you know people were private messaging Cody and I and like, hey, you know who do you want to hear from? Who do you want to hear? From? You know you and and, and Goldtooth come up and, and and that's just gonna be the way it is, man. I mean, if you got a good dog on your lead and people want to hear from. Him. Yep, yep, and like I said, he he's been special to us, you know, and, and really he's been special to everybody that's on him, so. He, he's he's made his mark here at our house. Um, we we really like him, and matter of fact, we hope to get a couple young dogs out of him going. That's right. I had look. I had one that uh before I get off, I had one like I said out of Sue and and him. That had to have been one of his first times to be even bred. Uh, but he was he started good. He come from so Tyler Asbury had him, and then Chuck ended up with, and then I got him from Chuck. Chuck didn't Chuck hunted him a couple times, and he was treeing. You know when I got yeah. him, and I got him, and I'm gonna say I got him about nine or ten months old, and I kept him for Ernie Craft hunted him for me. Uh, but anyway, I was going up and down the road with Tank, and I just wasn't hunting him enough. I overloaded my plate, so I sold him to a boy in Louisiana, and the boy called me last. Well, it was squirrel season, uh, cause he he would tell me, you know, he'd get, you know, I want to come and go take him to the hunts, cause he would, I mean, he was just good. He'd get in there by himself, had a stupid big mouth. He was uh just a good nice dog, moved around really really good. Um, and the boy told me, I don't know what happened to him. I walked out there, he was fine one evening, and he said, you know, never not eat and stuff like that. So he walked out there, he don't know what happened to, him. cause I'd look forward honestly, I was gonna try to get into. Well, that was. That was basically the same thing that happened to his mama. Uh, she she basically just died out of the blue, no signs, no nothing. Just went out there one day and she was dead. I wonder if that's uh, something that you know maybe it was some kind of something that they had. You know, I I don't know. Like I said, I sold her. I kept her. I wasn't doing her any justice by having gold tooth. You know, that was I was on the road with gold tooth every every weekend. You know, she sat in the dog kennel for every year. And uh, a friend of mine wanted to buy her, and I ended up selling her to him, and he bought her with the intentions to raise pups off of. And uh, I want to say it's about three months after I sold her, she, she he went out there to feed her one day. His wife did, found her dead. So, yeah, that was that was just kind of a odd you, thing. But did you breed her to Goldtooth? I did. I bred her to uh, Goldtooth, and uh, I bred her to another local dog here, uh, a 2020 Hummer dog. And that was, to me, that was the the litter that i noticed that was really exceptional i was had that one the out of slick that no who was that you bred her to um uh, i remember that uh, patch. patch patch that's right that's exactly yep. right patch yep yep i bred her to patch and uh she had six seven pups uh a couple of those here still local they they went on a local level with them uh um uh, I had one, and again, she started. She's probably the most natural pup, which I'm no pup trainer. Never claimed to be. Um, I probably ruined more pups than I'd ever had. Uh, but I ended up starting her, and she started good and was just a natural. And uh, I ended up selling her to Marty. And uh, Marty ended up, I think, selling her to a woman. And the woman's 
she wouldn't take nothing for now because we've tried to buy her back. But um, that was a pretty good cross weather. Uh, she threw some, uh, from what I've seen, most of them were basically natural start pups um, out of both litters that she throwed. We, I was hoping to get a couple more litters out of her, but like I said, just just the timing with Goldtooth and the streak he got on, I, I just, I, I focused all my time into him. So I sold her just, like I said, just because I wasn't doing her any justice. I get it, man. We get wrapped up. I'm the world's worst to see a cross, want a pup, and heck, I'm trying to hunt the dog, and now this dog's ready to get started, so I end up costing me more money because the puppy to somebody to start, and man, I just get all sidetracked and stuff like it. Well, brother, well and, you know, a lot of these guys are good pup trainers, and, and again, I don't claim to be. That's why I told Marty, I said, just keep me at you know, a, a solid older dog. I, that's I don't right. have time for the puppy man. I can tune on one that's going already. <laughs> I, yeah, I ain't, yeah. A, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't as good of a, a, a getting one started. Justin guy, he gets some some pups started. He he's just got patience. He does it good. He he's had some success at starting young dogs. You know, it seems like everything he gets, you know, it starts treeing, and here I am trying to get. Heck, it won't. I, you know, I'm ready to shit. You know. <laughs> well, I've I've had young dogs bred out of this world. You know, no no better bred dogs that I could get a lick out of, and then turn around and give them to somebody, and a week later they're treeing and everything else. You know, yeah. so. Same. Uh, I, I just there you go again. That goes back to my luck. That's why I don't fool with them. You know. Just, <laughs> I don't have good luck uh, either. It, Hey, if there's a litter of 10 good ones, I'm going to pick out the, the, the only bad one in the whole litter. You That's know? right. So. Hey, I done got to where if I'm going to buy a puppy out of something, I'm going to say, hey, send me the one that you that you don't, you know, send me the last one or whatever. I'm not yeah, picking. Yeah, the worst one. Yeah. yeah. The ugliest right. one. That's one I'm, you know, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna start trying that because obviously the the better looking ones, I, they they don't work out for. Me. Nah, me neither, but I've tried it. <laughs> but yeah, well, so uh, well, shoot, man. Like I said, I'm gonna holler back at you uh on a on a different thing. We got some some things working this year on. We may do some uh, some different things as far as like at hunts, trying to show up to hunts and, and doing some live stuff with winners and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't know that that's going to happen, but we're going to try some different. Like I said, we fund this stuff solely. Cody and I both, we're 50-50. All this stuff, this equipment we bought, we bought it solely. So we're we're, we're, we're solely funding it, self-funding. Now, if we was to, you know, I figured people would be beating our door down to try to advertise on you know, we hadn't run into it. We're going to do it regardless what's to yeah. say their name on here or not. We're going to, uh, we're going to keep on because we just love talking dogs. Yeah, y'all got a good thing going. Man, I to do, brother, it is. I'm telling you, man, I never thought that we would have, you know, 7,000 people listen in a month. You know what I mean? It's just nuts. Yep. It's grown leaps and bounds. That's God and, and y'all and, and, and the listeners because the people, they, they want to hear what you guys have to say, you know. We, you know, we try to ask some, you know, good questions that we would want to know, and and uh, and I think everybody else does. Well, brother, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna jump off here. And like I said, I appreciate you, and you know, when you get over there tomorrow, you talk to us, say, hey, Chris wants to uh, to call and talk to. You. We ain't got to talk squirrel dogs. We'll talk OBX. We'll talk because I know he had some good coon hounds back in the day. I remember those. Yeah, he, he had a fine yeah, English hound. I know. Yeah, he's he's had a couple world champion coon dogs too. Right. Marty, he's uh he. If he's going to be in it, he's going to try to have the best. That's and exactly I, I right. I think he's had the best coon dogs, and I know he's got the best squirrel dogs. Ain't so. no doubt about it, brother. Uh, but, uh, well, again, like I said, I appreciate you, brother. And, man, I'm looking forward to uh, hollering back at you sometime. 
Yes, sir. I hope to get to see you at some of these hunts this year. That's right. That's right. We'll see each other. I'm pretty sure. So, uh, anyway, well, brother, you drive safe and y'all, uh, y'all take it easy. Yes, sir. Take care, buddy. I mean, see you. We hope y'all enjoy this interview with uh, Mr. Zach Everhart. He hunts for uh, OBX Kennels, uh, him and Marty Munns. So uh, we hope y'all enjoy this as much as I did. And, man, on to the next one.